Welcome to the Lewis Says Black Show. Now, time for a word from our sponsor. Fucking A, man. <laughs> Lawrence, what would you do if you had a million dollars? I'd tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. Four boobies. <laughs> That's it? You you had a million dollars, you you do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight. I always wanted to do that, man. I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up too, because chicks dig dudes with money. Not all chicks. Well, the type of chicks that double up on a dude like me do. Ah, good point. What about you now? What would you do? Besides two chicks at the same time? Oh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke and doesn't do shit. Fucking a- And that's exactly what would happen. Let's get off into the Lewis S. Black shop. Yo, what up, 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 what up? It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's topic, we're going to discuss a clip that may probably have already gone viral because one of the people that posted it was our brother D.L. Hughley from uh, Kings of Comedy fame. And as always, it sparked up a civil war and I'm going to use it as the premises of what I'm talking about because as we've all discussed before I like to have those timeless topics topics that can still be relevant years and years and years from now and I hate to say it but within my community when it comes to that dumb shit 
it seems like a lot of these topics are going to be timeless. Meaning, hell, even with it being the beginning of 2024 and happy New Year's to my listeners. This shit may still be relevant in 2026 around this time. Now, the short of it is some mothers. And I don't even know if I can really even say young mothers. Because a lot of these women were looking like they were late 20s, early 30s. I'm going to give them that because it was a pole dancing class. And these sisters were able to still get up on the pole themselves and basically have their very, very young daughters. Some of them looking like damn near two or three, two or three years old up to about some of them being like seven or eight or nine. And they're doing the whole pole dancing thing. And as always, it's created a civil war in the community. <clears throat> but we have a new breed of enemy within our community. See, back in the days, used to have people that defended the dumb shit. And people that were against the dumb shit. But a lot of times it would be the people that believe in doing the dumb shit, the people that do the dumb shit themselves that would defend it. And rightfully so. If you're thug life, you're going to defend anything that you see that's thug life. I get it. Now we have a new breed. It's like kind of like a double agent. You have people that will defend bad behavior but at the same time you ask them would they do it and it's like oh hell nah nah I wouldn't do no dumb shit like that but I'm saying what's wrong with it and I don't believe in that you know um, you got people that would never ever ever rob a liquor store to them it's petty to them it's low vibration and to them it's just not worth the risk of freedom. To them, the reward is not worth the risk. And that's fine, because those are very good, valid talking points. I feel like that. But then you got people like that that wouldn't do it, but then they'll sit up here and argue with you like, hey, but you know, if someone's got to do what they got to do and you don't know what that person's situation is, you don't know what they're having to do and you don't know this and all this and that and we're judging people that we don't know and all this and that. But would you do it? Oh, hell no. Nah. We'd never dream of it. Please. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Liquor store? <laughs> Even if I was down and out and destitute, I would get a temporary job before I do something that dusty. And I'm still not buying it. I believe that when you defend foolish behavior, that means that what it is, is deep down, you just wouldn't do it because you're too scared and you've got too much to lose. But deep down, if you could, you would. Some of these people that are out here doing the dumb shit, they basically just have either the courage or the lack of anything to lose, if that's a term that makes sense. 
they ain't got nothing to lose to the point to where they can take those type of uh, risk. Yeah, with some of these people, it ain't no risk. Some of these sisters that I saw, for instance, some of these sisters that I saw in the video with these little girls doing these pole dances. And mind you, because we're going to get really deep off into it, because, of course, I had to test the waters by making a Facebook page. And for the most part, a lot of sisters is like, nah, I'm not feeling that. That's not something that I would do. But you got a few that like to argue. I feel like some of them like to uh, just argue with your boy, Lewis says Black, just because I'm Lewis says Black. I sometimes, not to be in my feelings, but I feel like if I was somebody else on their particular page or news feed, they would be like, wow, I see where you're coming from. That is a little bit much. That is premature to have these girls acting like that. So some people just want to contradict me to contradict me. Um, I could say that Jesus was a miracle worker that wanted to spread the word of his father, God. And there's some people that are saying, well, we never did prove that God was his father or do we really know that he did all that? So I, I could say that the sky is blue and they could say, what is blue? How do you know it's not some color that we haven't came up with? I could say that fire burns and shit stinks. It's people out there that will refute that and argue just to argue. They'd be like, you know, who says necessarily that fire burns? What about those people in Vegas that put the uh, fire in their mouth? Who's to say that shit stinks? I've taken plenty of shits that didn't have a smell. Maybe you just need to watch what you're eating. It's people like that. And with them... Because in 2024, we're going to keep our blood pressure down. And no, I'm not just talking to people in their 40s. I don't care if you are 25. Your blood pressure can go up. Trust me. I was there, young man. There, young woman. 25 with high blood pressure. They told me to cut down on certain foods. They told me to cut back on them squares. And they told me to stop letting myself get stressed out. Best advice that a nurse could give your boy. Um, with people like that, try to hear them out because even with their foolishness, you may wind up learning something. And then after that, you hit them with um, some classic terms. Okay. Or I got you. Or I hear you. Or a good classic one for my fellow Midwesterners. For show. F-A-S-H-O. For show. Eventually, they're going to get tired of hearing themselves type and talk. And I'm going to be clear before we really get into this. Do I have anything against pole dancing? Hell no. Nah. Pole dancing is sexy. Number one, I'm the, I'm the type of brother. The very first time that I saw some pole dancing was being in a strip club and seeing these strippers hit that pole. It's beautiful. It uh, definitely requires some athleticism. And to be honest, 
it keeps the strip club from getting boring. Because after a while, um, just seeing them standing around, just twerking and acting a fool and giving lap dances, all of that can be boring. So the pole really is a staple in the strip club. Uh, the pole gymnastics, nothing wrong with that. And then I've also seen some very classy sisters you know, do some uh, pole work for exercise where they throw on their little shorts and they get barefoot and throw on their little athletic gear and they learn how to work on that mug in a very exotic and classy way. So I have no problem with that. Uh, one of the common denominators because before, blah, in between the strippers, and the grown, classy, corporate, professional women that I was talking about is these are adults, people. Adults. Y'all have to see the video for yourself. The only thing that really got my, that burnt my biscuits was me seeing that we literally have girls from about seven to eight years old all the way down to toddlers. Little girls that can barely speak. But of course, when you do something, you're learning it. And you could tell that some of these little girls, this wasn't their first class because they had the little form down pack. And I knew that it wasn't the classy pole dancing. It was teaching them how to do that Magic City pole dancing, that strokers, type of pole dancing that KOD Kings of Diamond type pole dancing shouts out to my hometown that bottoms up type of pole dancing that pink slip type of pole dancing that Larry Flint's Hustlers Club type of pole dancing Shouts out to Dallas where I'm at. Ecstasy. X and then a T and a C. Where you can bring your own bottle. That type of pole dancing. Little girl six years old. Sliding down the pole doing the spread eagle. They're learning this bullshit. Before they can learn how to fully read and write. They're learning this bullshit before they can learn how to do long division. They're doing this type of bullshit before they can learn how to multiply a set of two digit numbers, before they can learn how to multiply 12 times 24 without a calculator. This is the type of bullshit that they're learning. Before they can learn all 50 states this is what they're learning. Before they can fully list all 50 states and list the capitals of most of those states. This is the type of bullshit that they're learning. Before they can even learn history and learn that at one point their ancestors used to be slaves. This pole dancing and this uh, get up and spread eagle 
all of that type of shit. That that's what they're learning before they can learn their history. Before they can even learn about some of these careers that we used to do. You know, I call it the cliche careers where during career day, the teacher asks you what you want to be. Somebody was bound to say they want to be a doctor. Somebody's going to say they want to be a police officer. Somebody's going to wind up saying they want to be a lawyer. Somebody was going to say they wanted to be a fireman. Somebody was going to say that they wanted to be an astronaut. Hell, even though it was seeming so crazy back in the 80s, you see it's possible now. We did it a few times. Somebody was going to say they wanted to be the first black president. Before these little girls even have the mental capacity to know what these careers are, they are sliding up and down a pole on some stripper shit. We're talking about kids in this little dance studio that don't even know how to color within the lines yet. And as a father and as a daughter, Dan, that's the type of shit that upsets me. It made me thankful and I hate to be thankful to not be around dumb shit. But nowadays, that's what it is. Nowadays, you got to be thankful for two things when it comes to people. You got to be thankful to be around good people and you got to be thankful that you're not around bad people and that the people that you're around are not that bad. Okay. So that's what's got me. That's what's got my goat too young because I understand because somebody tried to say it's a mother and daughter bonding moment and it's something that they did that they put together oh okay okay first of all all right it's a funky ass little dance studio with some poles all right and it was about damn near seven or eight different groups of parents in there so even if y'all had to rent it out knowing y'all motherfuckers y'all probably put y'all money together on a group pond or something and rented that joint out for a few hours so don't say uh, something that we put together like as if y'all put together a camping trip for these little girls to become one with nature. Like as if y'all put y'all money up and rented a bus and took a trip to Disney World. Okay. It's not anything to put together. Y'all were sitting up and spinning around and acting like some idiots and it's really just to me I wish that people could really see the video that's the only reason why I wish that this was on YouTube right now because I'd be able to stop and show the actual evidence and it would get to my point but like I said DL Hughley the quicker you go to his Instagram after hearing this the quicker you can see the video you won't be able to miss it let's be clear okay bonding even though I'm a man during my 40 years of living I've been able to observe and see the different ways that women can bond with their daughters and usually it's just doing something feminine painting each other's toenails watching TV shopping going shopping and talking about people watching certain movies it's definitely plenty of ways 
to get the bonding going. So it doesn't have to be limited to foolishness because that right there is called trauma bonding. Trauma bonding, and I would kind of refer to it as ratchet bonding. Sometimes people bond over positive things and sometimes people bond over stupid shit. And to me, that was a prime example of bonding over stupid shit. And you don't have to. I could kind of see a grown woman doing a pole dancing, stripper dancing type of thing with their teenage daughter. Because they're kind of seeing that the teenager is kind of into that. Mom wants to still prove that she's cool, even though then I wouldn't approve of that even either, but I'd be able to get it. These little girls, I bet you a dime to a dollar, did none of these little girls get up out of bed with their Barbie pajamas on, with their Powerpuff pajamas on, with their Paw Patrol pajamas on, with their unicorn pajamas on, with their baby shark pajamas on, with their bear bears pajamas on, with their Peppa the Pig pajamas on, because some of these little girls looked young enough to still be watching Peppa the Pig. None of them woke up and while eating breakfast, said, Mommy, let's go to the pole dancing class. This is something that got sprung and thrown right up on them. Now, what would have been cute to me would have been if it would have been some 50-year-old women doing the pole dancing class with their 30-year-old daughters. Or we could take it back just a notch. Some 40-year-old women my age doing the pole dancing class with their 21, 22-year-old daughters. That would have been cute to me because, okay, the daughter has made a clear decision to be here and you're not influencing her. And by this point, this is someone that's grown enough to either A, be stripping because she wants to, or B, have her own little thing going, and this is just a way of us just, you know, having fun and doing our thing. I get it. Sometimes them dancing and shaking their ass is like when brothers get together and decide to play some flag football. Or when we get together and we decide to play a little bit of softball. Or when brothers get together at the YMCA and decide to run a few pickup games. So to be fair, I kind of get it. My biggest thing is keep this away from these babies. Give these babies a chance to just be normal. Because I feel like it's kind of unfair. Because Gen Xers were given a chance to be normal. As far as childhood, during childhood, Gen Xers were given a chance to be normal. 
me myself, I'm one of the first millennials with a Gen Xer type of mindset. But most of us millennials, during our childhood, we were given a chance to be normal. Even this Generation Z, for what it's worth, even though they bucked against it, most of their parents gave them a chance to be normal. Now this brand new age, what I don't like is when you're not even giving the child a fucking chance to be normal. That's what I don't like. Now, from the beginning of time, from the boomers, the Gen Xs, the millennials, Generation Z, they would be given a chance to have somewhat of a normal childhood. Even if they're in the hood, And in order to survive, they have to maybe grow up a little quick. At least even then, I can respect it because it was a necessity thing. It was a, hey, I wish I could, you know, just go to school and talk to chicks and play football like little Jimmy over there. But nah, in order to make things happen in this household, I got to get out here and sell dope. I could understand that. Because that's the universe. That is the universe. That is circumstances. Forcing you to have to grow up quick. And to have to live a hard life. And to have to make certain decisions. That may follow you. But never should it be your parents. Guiding you down the wrong path. And I'm not trying to talk bad about the strippers. But I do personally believe that that is a hustle and that is a way for an ends to a means. Say whatever you want to, but it does not come with a 401k and it's not something that you can do for 20 years straight. If you start off at 20, 20 years later, you're going to be a senior citizen in that club only way that you can make it nowadays is I will say that women in their 40s are looking good you'd have to really just have your body intact looking good and you'd really just have to have that youth and that vitality about you but I can definitely say there's definitely not no 40 year plan you're not going to work there uh, 30 or 40 years the way that uh, your grandparents and your daddy and them worked at the post office or worked at the plant So why are we setting these girls up for stuff that ain't long term? I can understand if you're sitting up here and you're reading to this child because you want her to be a lawyer or a doctor or something like that. That's something that she can literally do until she's 60, 70 years old. That's something that comes with a retirement plan. Um, One young lady, I don't know what kind of narcotic she was on, but she had the nerve to compare us teaching these little girls how to work a pole at five or six years old to us teaching a young boy at five or six years old how to play football while he's still learning how to read. I said, first of all, we're putting them on to more of a long-term hustle. Number two, football is something that is going to encourage and demand 
good grades. See, all of that stripping shit, you could be a high school dropout. You could be as dumb as a box of rocks by the time you audition for that strip club. And as long as you got the looks and the moves, they're going to take you. Um, you can't even... Basically, you can't get into the NFL without good grades because you've got to do the college thing. So, in order to play high school football, and it's so remedial, and I felt like I was being gaslit because why do I have to give such a simple explanation to someone that seems to be intelligent? Now, in Pee Wee League, you know, if you got bad grades and your parents want to keep on league, you play this on you. But by the time you get to high school, you have to maintain a certain GPA in order to still be eligible to play football. Then, on top of that, your grades got to be somewhat intact for you to play the college football. Once you get into college, you have to keep up a certain GPA in order to stay on that football team. So not only do you have the pressure of being good, you have the pressure of still making sure that you show up and do what you have to do in that classroom. Then something that she wouldn't answer is I said, OK, let's look at the hustle. Let's take a 23 year old NFL player and put him next to a 23 year old stripper who has more money, who makes and generates more money. And between them two. When she goes to the club and when he hits that field, who is able to count their money more? Who has more of a reliable, stable income? As long as that brother hits the field, he's got a game check coming. And he knows how much that game check is. She doesn't know if she's going to have a good night or a bad night. And this is what we are setting up our little girls for. Another big point that I want to make is I'm starting to see that what's stifling us in our community and it's really going to be bad with this new generation that we're coming up with is we baby the boys, hence the name baby boy. But we're we don't have we have no problem with letting these girls grow up quick. And it's funny, but I feel like as parents, we're hypocrites because we're doing all of this at our convenience, for instance. And then I get on to the boys, these same little girls that are sitting up here and doing these pole dances and they with their mama and their little sisters and they're doing the little formations and they're making it look like it's Pea Valley. And it's so cute because she's doing it better than the adults. Okay, but let her get home later on that day and get to sassin her mama. Down south they be saying sassin. Let her get to sassin her mama. Let her get to talking back to her mama. First thing she's going to say is quit acting grown. Stay in a child's place. Okay, so when it's cute for the gram, and when everybody wants to sit and whine and giggle, it's cute then, right? That's when it's cute. But then when the kid really starts acting like an adult and telling you to shut up, and telling you who you think you talking to and really talking to you like an adult, then all of a sudden you want them to start acting like a six-year-old. Then you want them to start acting like a five-year-old. Then you can't believe that a three-year-old or a four-year-old can even talk to you like that. See, I'm not saying all of you sisters. I'm specifically directing the type of sisters that would do this type of silly-ass video that we're discussing. 
y'all don't know if y'all want a daughter, a homegirl, or a subordinate. You don't know if you want someone that you can boss around or someone that you can kick it with. Or just someone that just loves you. A lot of y'all don't know the balance because y'all never got the balance. You grew up being your uh, mama's homegirl. And what do homegirls do? Sometimes they be kicking it like Thelma and Louise. Like Beyonce and Kelly. Like Sukihana and Sexy Red. Like Pam and Gina. And then sometimes y'all get into it. But see, it's one thing for you to argue with your homegirls that you went to high school with because those are your peers. But then y'all want to sit up here and do this shit with y'all daughters. And that's where the dysfunction comes in. But at the end of the day, nobody has the problem with letting these girls grow up quick in a good way or a bad way. Because at the same point, though, it's nothing to meet, or at least back in my days, but back in my days, it was nothing to meet a girl in high school, when I was in high school, that knew how to prep and fix her own meals, that knew how to do a whole lot of things around the house. So, yes, I guess they mature. They always say that they mature quicker than men. But sometimes I think what it is, is they are taught to mature more than men are taught to mature. Sometimes I wonder if society tries to leave us dumb to the point to where we just have to grow up on our own, which kind of stifles the development. Because here it is, we got a problem with teaching young boys. Some of y'all women be scared to put y'all boys into some football until you feel like they're big enough to be able to withstand the hits. And some of y'all, depending on how big the boy gets, even in high school, y'all just don't let the boy get in because y'all don't feel like he's big enough. Y'all look at the other boys and y'all feel like he'll get pummeled. You know, in the female community, your size doesn't matter. Whether you're big or small, anything y'all want to do within that feminine realm, y'all can do. And that is perfectly fine. But certain things need to be left up to that child to decide to embrace once they get old and grown and on their own and in their own home. Another thing that grinds my gear about the pole dancing, they tried to really gaslight me, gaslight me, like as if your boy can't do his own research. I'm Lewis S. Black. Come on now. You think I can do podcasts and do some of these things that I do without knowing how to research? But I realize part of it is because it's hard for them to bump into a brother that graduated from college. So a lot of times I have to let them know I went to college too. They try to say that pole dancing is an Olympic sport. I looked that up and Maury style. The results are in and that is a lie. Now, of course, they're pushing for it, but it isn't yet. Number two, pole dancing is a sport, but not what we're seeing and what will be seen in this video. 
the pole dancing that has become a sport is more of a leotard, one-piece swimsuit, gymnast outfit looking type of thing. And it's more about locking legs and spinning on the pole and things like that. None of that raunchy shit that was seen in the video. And it is more of a contortionist vibe. And I can tell you right now, when nobody in that video a contortionist, not even the young girls. The young girls weren't no contortionists. And them mamas, uh-uh. Nothing against um, thicker chicks, obviously, because, you know, that's, hey, I love them. But they weren't flexible at all. They had that regular stretch, blah, stripper flexibility of being able to just wrap their legs around the pole and being able to do some spread eagle shit. Basically enough money, money shots, enough money shots to have the tricks in the club throwing money. That was it. It was stripper shit. There's no way around it. As always, the brothers have my back. They helped me stand on business and a lot of them weren't feeling it. One dude, I don't know what he was on, but he was just talking about how he just doesn't like the safety precautions because it weren't no knee pads or no mats. And I was like, even though that's a very micro detail, that is a big detail. And I was like, thank you for pointing that out. I didn't trip off of that because I was just busy being disgusted with what I was seeing. But yes, on top of that, it wasn't no mats, no knee pads or nothing. So anybody could have busted their head or busted their butt, literally, during that. So as I wind this show down, I want to just have a final thought. Where are we trying to go? Black America, where are we trying to go? See, back during the 60s, it was clear. It was clear where the black community was trying to go. During the 70s, it was clear where the community was trying to go. They were trying to further the equal rights movement. You know, brothers was really, really, really putting that sound together as far as a musical movement you know it was a few different little directions but there was still some direction the 80s and seems like everybody went on vacation the 90s I started seeing a consciousness movement coming back once again the 2000s everybody kind of went on a mental vacation and I'm starting to see a trend with this the 2010s, I started to see kind of a protest, fight the power type vibe. And the biggest thing that we got done during the 2010s was getting these body cams on these folks so that when they arrest us and detain us, everybody can be held accountable for what's going on. And once again, we get to 2020, so I'm getting it. Folks is on a mental vacation. Even during this vacation, I'm telling you, 
We need to get a plan together and we need to just get back focused because as adults, we, we can sit up here and we can play around as long as we keep our bills paid and we take care of the bare necessities. We could play around and do whatever. But what kind of path are we paving for these babies? Ask yourself that. What kind of path are we paving for these babies? With that said, that's been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show. I am your gracious and humble host. Follow me on all platforms. TikTok, the gram, Facebook, Lewis Says Black. Twitter, Lewis Says Black. I ain't hard to find. Holla at me, baby.
Yeah, she's strange. And I know you're tired of going back and forth with that nutty ass bitch. This is for y'all. The Lewis F. Black Show.
That's been another episode of the Lewis S. Black Show. Peace.